Love. Love. Lust. Lust. And battle. Is the sexiest goddamn duo on podcast in history. I'm CEO <laughs> Hayes. Um, we also have the voices in the building. That is the lovely, the sexy, the magnanimous, the ultimate, Magnum. ultimate, ultimate orgasm aficionado in all the business. That is Mrs. Badass Jones. What's going on? <laughs> I like these titles. Wow. You know what? Without fail, you always get me to laugh at the beginning of our intro because. You always say the wildest and craziest shit that I'm not even expecting. It's a beautiful thing. And the funny thing is, is that like, I never go into it expect, like, I don't know what I'm going to say until I press record. And then who knows what the fuck's going to come out of my mouth. But um, (laughs) I'm just being 100% honest. Like, I don't have the the crap planned out. I don't sit there and be like, what am I going to call AJ this week? It just comes up. Like, I just pulled out magnanimous. Like, I, I think I've only used that word twice in my whole life. Like, actually. So yeah, it's a great word. I quite, I quite appreciate that. It's lovely. The magnanimous Miss Jones. Hey, what? (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, I love your laugh. I'm, I'm amazing. And coming off the curious case of the flatulent lover, I'm just realizing (laughs) how amazing our podcast is. Like, let me tell you the story. So, of course, you know, when we record it, we laugh uncontrollably. We go crazy when we record. And um, but. Listening back to it today in my office, I legitimately had to shut the door so that no one would hear me laugh and wonder what the fuck am I laughing if I just lost my mind if I went loony because it it was hilarious. And um, and then like all the feedback I've gotten of like people just texting me like the smile emojis, people texting me like pictures of the car radio showing that they were listening to the episode and just being like, you guys are crazy. Like it's. We've gotten so much feedback already on that episode. It's just, it's why that's going to be one of the ones. Seriously, anytime someone new comes in, we could do this podcast two years from now. Anytime someone new comes on, uh, the ones that I'm always going to point out are Beautiful Kink and Seduction, The Mystical Vampire Pussy, and now The Curious Case of the Flatulent Lover, definitely right up there. <laughs> it was it was a great episode. And I always wonder that, and I know I always, I always ask you this question, like, is it weird to laugh at your stuff after you've already laughed at your stuff while you're recording? And I know you always say no to me and, and like friends of mine who listen, they're like, they laugh. So I know that it's, it's, but it's just, it's, uh, we're funny and crazy. And honestly, if we had a radio show, I think they would try to kick, <laughs> kick us off. Air. Oh, we have to be on satellite radio. There's no way we can just be on regular FM radio. Like we, the FCC would come down on our asses so goddamn hard. It'd be ridiculous. Like it'd have to be serious satellite radio. That's the only thing I can envision. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Miss AJ. So, um, before we get into what we had planned this episode, it's time to go off script. Because I got an email, my the Awakened Soul email address, um, back on back on the 18th of April. So this was a few weeks ago, and uh, it just it, I I just kept going past it. 
Yes, I got an email for you. Um, and I love I really it. Hate you. <laughs> and so just just to pull back the curtain any everyone who's listening me and aj were talking today um well not today we were just talking before we started recording and aj's like i don't know how we're gonna fill out this episode we really don't this, this is gonna be a short one i'm like aj just trust me just trust me this is where trust you it's again again it's, oh my god it's your turn to get pegged now um <laughs> no no hold on hold on there's nothing in our inbox this one came. This one came directly to the Awakened Soul email address. Oh, all kinds. Oh my god! <laughs> listen, listen. I didn't solicit this. I didn't even try to hide it from you. It just got sent to the Awakened Soul. And the thing is, is that the reason why I missed it is because honestly, I've been busy as hell for a couple of weeks with all the podcasting I've been doing and the um the breaks radio and everything like that. But um, so I kind of missed it, and I came back to it today, and I'm just like. Wait a second, because it kind of looked like spam. I'm like, oh no, this is like, this is real. Um, um, so yeah. You see, you know why that happened? Because I don't remember if it was, it wasn't the flatulent lover episode. It, I don't know if it was the one before or the one where I was sick, where you had said, no, whatever, which, whichever one it was, a uh, mystical vampire pussy. And you're like, oh, if you don't want to send emails to Lola's and Badass Soul, send them to the Awakened Soul Pod. You see the shit that you did? Oh. <laughs> Oh, that makes sense. You know what? We're gonna, we're gonna fight. That Straight makes up, perfect sense fight. now. That makes perfect sense. But nonetheless, it's time to dig in. Oh. <laughs> this email starts off, and this is from Ash Lee, and not Ashley as an all one word, as in Ash A S H last name Lee L E E. I know who it is. Good. So this email goes. Good afternoon, CJ. Your love, lust, and badass old podcast is one of the several one of several I listen to. And not to be biased because of my feelings for AJ, but is one of the best the best that I've heard. From your discussion topics, your banter and jokes, your infectious laughs, especially AJ when she breaks into patios. What? I don't know. Oh, okay. Um Patois. Patois. <laughs> and just the overall content, I can see you two going far. I'm writing you to person I'm writing to you personally to share an experience, but to also ask your advice, which is why I've written here. I know she's going to be mad, but she's upset with me already. And for the greater good of getting your help, I'm hoping she won't be too pissed. AJ, stop holding those grudges. You're acting like me. Um, the reason for my emails to talk about AJ, share on her sexual her sexual proudness. As mentioned, ask your advice. Sorry, I lost my train of thought there. The last time I saw okay. her was an experience unlike any other I had with her before, especially because I haven't seen her face to face in almost a year. She was visiting my city, and though I know she was reluctant to see me, well, she didn't want to at all, to be honest. I badgered and pled with her until she did. I went to visit her at her t hotel one morning before work, so I, so I asked to, to avoid anything happening between us. I have to confess, no matter when I see her, my body has the same reaction, <laughs> even if it's just looking at her pics on IG. Look at you over here making dick stand up don't out of the walking dead you don't talk to me <laughs> <laughs> i knew the potential of what could go down so i tried to minimize the situation by not giving myself too much time to be there she greeted me at the door <laughs> casually dressed in her shorts a tank and before i even bent to hug her my man started acting up my friend you have a way with penises 
Um, she asked me. <laughs> she asked me in, and I immediately asked to use the bathroom. While in there, I'm talking myself down like I'm on the ledge or something. She smelled so damn good and felt soft. AJ, your skin—it's like you bathe in cocoa butter. Your skin is extremely soft. Oh, thank you. Listen, that doesn't get you off the hook. You're not my friend right now. Oh, Go try. Fine. I'm not worried about try. it. We'll be friends again. I came into the room after a few minutes. The light, the lights were low, and she was on the bed watching TV. I'm standing there staring at her until she asked if everything was okay. I said, yeah, I couldn't visit long because I had to go to work. I think I was trying to reinforce it for myself by saying it out loud in front of her. But she just laughed and said, you told me that on the phone, but okay, which is definitely how AJ talks. (laughs) I won't, I won't bore you with the mundane details. So I'll fast forward to the next thing. I know I initiated a kiss and now we're kissing. I mean, I kissed her like I wanted to swallow her, and she kissed me back just as hard. Clothes are coming off. Everything is moving fast, and I'm telling myself, Ash, don't do this. That's the little voice of reasoning fading away in my head. But it had lo- it had been so long since I had seen her, and the way she smelled, fuck. I just couldn't control how much I've missed her. I laid down a tired... Uh, I laid down... And tried to calm the moment by looking at her skin, the tattoos... Her beads, everything. Can you believe I put my hands over my eyes just like a kid not to look at her? Oh, she must have been getting ready to head for the penis. But when I did that, <laughs> when I did that, bad move. Because I could feel her grab my dick and then her mouth was, I know my AJ. I know my AJ. Her mouth was all over it. On God, I lasted less than three minutes when she started sucking all the way down to meet her first. I set up like a rocket and told her, no, you can't do that. There was no way I was going out like a punk, especially since I didn't know when I see her again, laughing my ass off. That's not how I wanted to be remembered. Suffice to say, we finished and I'm confident she was content. I'd satisfy her in every regard. I took a shower, explained again I had to go to work and she was cool. I'm 10 minutes into my journey and she calls me to tell me I forgot my work phone. AKA you left it on purpose so you can get round two, but I'm not judging anyone. I had to think <laughs> I had to think real hard about going back because I may I might not leave this time, laughing my ass off again. But I really needed that phone. There was no way I could work without it, so I went back. This time she was in her robe when she answered the door. Truthfully, I didn't need to go in her room because she had it in her hand. But like I mentioned earlier, I didn't know when I'd see her again and wasn't sure she'd speak to me again. But when I but when I went in and kissed her, shaking my head, and then round two, I tried to be slick and not get undressed this time. Just a quick taste, but her womanhood is so damn hot inside, and the noises she makes, bruh, I had to I had to strip the fuck down, <laughs> laughing my ass off again. Woo! Uh, yes, I was late for work and had to call out a half day. I was going to end here on this note. I'm going to end here on this note and a question. It's not just about the intoxicating sex with AJ. Her whole being is intoxicating and she's a beast. She's smart, funny, versatile, beautiful, and I could go on and on. You're friends with her, so I know her personality is captivating. So I know you know her personality is captivating. The last guy that wrote in and said he almost crashed, that's how I felt when she started giving me head and I was laying down. Damn. (laughs) And it's not like she's trying to one-up you. That's just the passion inside her, and I know what I experienced was just the tip of the iceberg. My question is this. I'm trying to get back 
in her good graces and be in her life in some way on some level if only we if if we'd only be friends i lied to her about something and shouldn't have involving another woman but by the time i came clean was willing to drop everything to be with aj the damage had been done i'd hurt her which i'll never forgive how do i begin to mend fences with her thank you again for reading and your feedback when it comes ash boom goes the dynamite explain yourself explain yourself aj explain yourself let me ask you let me wait a second wait a second wait a second just stop listen so you quitted on this man's dick and i know you did (laughs) (laughs) yeah you quitted and i'm not even asking i know you did so don't even get ready to tell me any lies don't do it because I know you quenched on this man's penis. How did you I like? Did. I did. Okay. I did. What do you want me to say? What do you want from my life? God. AJ, you know what? this man had to go to work. So you said, F work. You're going to work on this pussy. That's what you said. That's what you Listen did. to me. That's not my fault. If you come, you came, and you could have just kept yourself still. But all I'm looking at is this man's fucking dick hard as a rock. Like literally at the door when I, and I'm like, okay, you know what? Just ignore it. You know, it's been a long time since you guys have seen each other. He's excited. It's whatever. You know what I mean? Just let it be. Right. So I'm minding my business on my goodly, goodly, goodly bed, watching the people's TV in my hotel room, behaving myself. I didn't tell him to kiss me. AJ, I didn't, I didn't. First of all, I'm going to call you on your shit. You call me on my shit. This is the thing. I may be oblivious, but I'm not oblivious to you. And the thing is, is I know, because I've been around you, I know how sensual you do everything. So if you're laying on the bed, it's not like normal niggas laying on the bed and watch TV. <laughs> I can imagine, I'm, I imagine this. A, you always have on shorts, so your legs are always out when you're in the house. So I imagine you had your, your legs kind of cocked asymmetrically in a way in which your thigh meat was definitely, definitely highlighted. And I get and and your ass was probably a little poked out, and your cheeks were coming out the bottom of said shorts, and you were laying on your stomach. Do you not realize that that is the position of nigga come get it? So no, you weren't just laying down watching TV. I hate you. Oh my god! If I've never hated you before, I absolutely hate you right now. Seriously, how are you even taking his side? I'm not. I'm not taking any right now. I'm just surveying the, the this the situation, and you can't tell me that I'm wrong in anything I just said. Like I just did. I not just nail how you were laying down. You know, I plead the fifth. I plead the fifth. Listen, I didn't like. I mean, where I was, I didn't tell him that I was there because I didn't want for there to be any sort of complications. I didn't want for there to be any sort of issue. I didn't want to have any sort of discussion with him about anything. Like. excuse me. And because generally when I travel, I tag my location and I get a message out of the blue because I mean, like when he messages me, like, I'm just very, you know, hi, how are things? Great. How's your son? Great. And And I'm done. Like, I don't have anything else to discuss with him. So when I tagged my location, um, I think like the second or third day that I was there, I get a message from him and the message is like, I can't believe that you're here and you weren't going to say anything. I'm like, what is it that you want me to say to you? And I'm telling you, CJ, when I'm like, no, I don't want to see, you know, I don't want to see, you know, I don't want to see, you know, I don't want to see you. No, I don't want to see you. Like this back and forth probably went on for seriously 
probably like a good half an hour or something. Like, you know what? Fuck it. Fine. Come. Come see me. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, he came all right. I'm going to beat you up. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Okay. So, so to get... Go ahead. No, no. It, no, you got... Oh, I can't. I feel so freaking stressed right now. <laughs> and, to, and to get to the, how do you begin to mend fences with her? AJ, feel free to stop me at any point in time, but I think I know you pretty well as I just nailed down how you were laying and I wasn't even there. Yeah. But nonetheless, um, I would say, I would say this. AJ, above all else, respects openness and transparency. And I will say that you should, A, admit what you did wrong. Um, apologize and then give AJ her space to let her decide what she's going to do. I would, I would even say to just show that you are definitely trying to mend fences and work on it. I would say, check up on her every once in a while. Just say, Hey, I was just thinking about you. Wanted to know how you're doing. Leave it at that. Don't try to push too far because if you push too far, you will push AJ away and she'll just say she's not, she doesn't have time to do the fuckery. Um, I would say definitely respect her, her, her space and time, time to process it. AJ is one, the one thing about AJ and, and people have taken advantage of it is that she's extremely forgiving. And because people have taken advantage of it, she's, she's slower now than what she was before to kind of give, give that forgiveness as freely as she used to. So you, you definitely have to show contrition and also show, um, that you are real about trying to mend that fence because if there's anything, and like I, I said this before, complete openness and transparency. Because the moment that she sees or feels that you're hiding something, even remotely, it could be very small and minute. You're gonna you're gonna lose the opportunity at that friendship forever. I can't say you guys will be romantic again. I can't say she'll sleep with you again. But if you truly want to have AJ in your life and mean that even if it's just his friends, if you mean that and you hold true to that, I can't see AJ ever spurning away a friendship completely if someone does apologize and mean and means it. But that other side of that, you may never get that mystical vampire pussy again. Um but that, so I mean that's that's just that's just my advice as a friend. Um AJ what do you, what do you think about my advice? You're absolutely you're absolutely correct. Like I I try as best as I can to um help people. So you know like we had that discussion help me help you. I try to give people a fighting chance whether they're trying to be in a romantic relationship with me or just a friendship with me. I don't like the fuckery. I don't like the mixed signals. I don't like the bullshit. If you want to just fuck and for it to be like a fuck thing, tell me that. Don't try to like come at me and pretend like, oh, I, I really want to get to know you and I really, you know, what would like to be in a relationship with you. But then, you know what I mean? Like after we fuck a couple of times and you're going to try to tell me like you just want to be friends. Tell me that shit up front. You know what I mean? I am that person. Like if I am, you know, dating somebody or I'm talking to a couple of people and I meet you and I decide that I want to talk to you, I will tell you. If you say to me, are you single? I will say yes. However, there are two other people that I'm uh, I, I'm engaged in conversation with. Like we go out from time to time, we hang out. I haven't had sex with them, or I have had whatever the case may be. I will I will let you know. I don't like when people try to deceive me or try to like feel like they're gonna be slick and pull like a one two. I don't like it. I try my best not to do it to people. If I feel like it's a situation that's gonna hurt you, I will I will give it to you, Frank. You know what I mean? And I expect that. And when I say to you, like, tell me what the truth is and let me decide for myself. If you feel like you're going to be sexy and try to decide for me, you're going to fuck yourself out of a friendship, fuck yourself out of a relationship and fuck yourself completely out of talking to me ever again. Because I'll just done the argument one time and just not ever speak to you. Like I know with Ash, he and I like there's no and that situation was a is a, was a was a one off. Like I know now, like if I'm ever the next time I'm in his city, I'm not tagging my location and there's no way possible that I'm seeing him. 
I'm, I mean, I, I guess it says something in the fact that, you know, he is admitting this so publicly and, and, and saying, like, he wrote you. I, I'm, 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 I'm still, I, I'm still, I'm stuck at that. Like, you're a great person for him to ask because, because of our relationship and our friendship. But I'm just even astounded that he would even admit out loud that he fucked up in any kind of way um, and that I didn't want to see him. And he had to like, you know, um, beg for that opportunity or whatever the case may be and everything else that happened in between. So I, I don't know. I, I, at this point, I don't know how remorseful he is or is not. Um, and, and honestly, I don't know that I care. It, you know, um, I, I, my whole thing is CJ, he's had, he's had a lot of opportunity um, to say something you know, or to, and and I'm not mad that he, that he asked you first. And and then I get it because you need a man's perspective and and he knows how you and I are and, and our friendship and, and that I value and I respect what it is that you have to say. And if you say to me, you know, AJ, consider this, I will be like, okay, CJ, I hear you. I'm going to take it under advisement kind of thing. Right. Excuse me. But the fact that, um, I don't know, like he hasn't, I, I, I don't know. I just, I know that what he did then uh, over a year ago, like it's he's lucky that I even agreed to see him while I was there in his city, like at all. He's lucky I took his call. Like that's how much I was never going to talk to him again. But your advice is sound. I mean, for anybody who does fuck up in any kind of way with me, your your advice is definitely sound. Like, you know, come clean with it. Apologize. Like, don't try to make it into one of those apologies where it's like, well, you know, but it's just because no, don't tell me just because anything apologize and say you're sorry and admit what it is that you did wrong. Um, you know what, if you, if you do maintain regular sort of contact with me, yes, I'll eventually soften. And yes, I'll eventually come around and, and see that you are making a concerned effort because it is important. Um, that's where he fell short, you know, like messaging me once every like four months is not consistent to me. Not to say that you should inundate me with messages, but really like two messages a year, who's fucking believing that I'm going to believe that you're sorry. Yo, friend, <laughs> when a day after that, nah, boss. Mm. <sighs> well, that was, uh, nobody else is allowed to write CJ at the awakened soul. Nothing. Lies. Everyone see <laughs> it, the awakened soul pod at gmail.com. Two to two. Pale dude. Point Dexter. Dale the Sauce King. And Damali. Live on Moguls on Sports every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. on UrbanMogulLife.com for the most comprehensive and up-to-date news in the world of sports. But AJ, so we, let's get let's get back to our normally scheduled programming. Um, we do have a discussion topic for today, a pretty serious one, all jokes aside. Um, I'm going to let you go ahead and, and kind of spearhead this one as far as talking letting people know what we're going to talk about and then let's go ahead and ju- ju- uh whew, i'm sorry tongue tied i'm still <laughs> over the fact that you made this man's penis explode but um <laughs> you have oh my goodness me <laughs> but let's go ahead and dive into this uh discussion topic okay so um last week and this week um i've been assisting someone that i'm acquainted with in dealing with um emotional abuse in his relationship um so the gist of it is he's been sending me screenshots of his conversation with the woman that he's dating. And he's been asking my advice about how he should best tackle it. So um, for one in- one instance of uh, some communication between them. So she had been out all day. Her phone had died. He had been messaging her apparently or allegedly when she got home, she plugged her phone in. She tried to explain to them, him that her phone had died and she couldn't find her charger right in this day and age. 
Um, but when she got home within like, like CJ, seriously, within three minutes of the conversation, she's like, well, I'm tired. I'm going to bed. Talk to you tomorrow. So he's like, okay, you know, good night, sleep well. I love you. She's like, oh, so that's just it. And he's like, I don't understand what you mean. She's like, nothing, forget it. Don't, don't bother. And he's like, no, explain. She's like, oh, I can't believe you're giving up the conversation that quickly. And he's like, but you just said that you're exhausted and you're in bed and you said good night. So there's this whole big thing back and forth between them and and she starts to chastise him. Anyhow, so the discussion that we're going to talk about is is emotional and mental abuse in a relationship and and how to identify what that looks like, what it feels like, um and maybe some ways on how to deal with it. <sighs> the good old the good old abuse? abuse. Um yeah. In different shades. I mean, I've 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 um Definitely, I think not necessarily abuse. I think it's kind of kind of a shade of of mental abuse, but not all the way. But like someone who's extremely emotionally selfish and victim, uh, like turns everything around on them. That's the most that I've dealt with, and that could be very taxing on the mind. Like, um, I won't mention any names, but it's just someone who, um, in every situation, they are they feel that they're the ones who are wronged and then they go to other people and then try to explain it from the point of oh yeah i'm wronged i I was the one who was like for like how can i explain this so for example if i aj me and you were dating and i discuss something with you and i say hey you know it kind of kind of bothers me when you tweet about our personal issues or whatever right hello right Okay. Yeah. And then I'm, and then and then you do it again anyway. And I bring it up. I'm like, you know, I I talk to you about it. It's an issue. Um. And then your response is, well, I don't right. Yeah. Well, you just you shouldn't look. It, it, it or um, I can't believe you would do it. Or if if you didn't if you didn't do such and such, I wouldn't have to tweet about it. Wait, hold on. Wait a second. Wait a second. Now, if we and you discuss that you tweeting about our personal issues is a problem then it's a problem. It doesn't matter what else happens. Learn to control yourself. But that, like I said, that's, that's my personal thing. That's a side tangent to mental abuse. I've never experienced mental abuse per se. Um, I think that it's, it's disgusting. And a lot of people, and I'm glad that it was a, it's a man story that you told, because a lot of times people don't realize, and a lot of women, and I, I was actually putting together an episode for the wake and soul of this. A lot of women, don't realize that they do it to men because abuse in relationships is almost to the point to where it's become a woman's privilege to have it. And I don't mean it's a privilege to be abused, but to say that you're being mentally abused or abused in any way in a relationship, it's almost frowned upon if a man says it because it's just looked at as, oh, you're a weak man. And that's not necessarily always true. So I'm glad that, that this is from a man's perspective, you, uh, that, that this, this came from. So what about you? Have you ever dealt with that? Um, I remember years ago, I was, uh, you know, just after coming out of my relationship with my ex and getting back into dating. And I remember dating this guy that, you know, every time I, I, I started to talk about like my day or I started to talk about something that I was interested in, he would steamroll me and start talking. And then I would just be quiet. And then when he was finished speaking, I would try to continue and he would start talking again. And at first I thought, okay, maybe I'm just imagining it. You know what I mean? And then I realized that he was actually doing it on purpose to shut me up because he wasn't interested in hearing anything that I had to say. He was more interested in me listening to him or, you know, whatever the case may be. I don't know if that qualifies as um, mental abuse, but it definitely conditioned me to just sit quietly unless he spoke to me first. 
And it wasn't a kind of relationship where we had like a, you know, a, 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 a dom sub relationship where you have that kind of dynamic. It wasn't even like that. You know what I mean? On equal footing, on equal ground. He just didn't want to hear anything that I had to say. And, you know, I, I don't even know why. I mean, I think what we were seeing each other for maybe about two months until I was like, you know what, fuck it. I'm not doing this. This makes no sense. But the fact that I even stayed that long after recognizing what was happening is just crazy. Um, you know, like with with my friend and you're absolutely right, like m- um, emotional abuse to men. Um, the first thing that people will say, like, oh, you're a man, toughen up or, you know, suck it up. You're you're a guy kind of thing. And I, I don't know that, you know, like I, I say to him all the time, like nobody in your life, nobody, not a family member, not your kids you know, when they're old enough to recognize what they're doing, certainly not somebody that you're dating. No one has the right to be mean to you and shit on your feelings, you know? And this is a regular thing with him. So a couple of mornings ago, he messages me and he's like, you know, he was up all night. He felt like hurting himself. You know, he tried to explain to her. Um, she took she took something that he said out of context when he didn't mean that. And when he tried to explain it to her, she went sideways with it. And, and, and CJ, I'm reading these conversations. Right. So I see clearly what it is that she said. So part of the conversation is she's trying to she's trying to go visit him. She's trying to determine where they're going to stand. He's like, okay, well, let me know, you know, because I have to work. So, you know, I may have to take time off like the last time I did when she's like, oh, obviously, I know you took time off work. She's like, you know what? Don't bother. I'll figure it out myself. I will do everything off the strength of my own back. I will plan everything off the strength of my own back. Just be very clear. I don't need you for anything. This is what she writes to him. I don't need you for anything. I don't need you to hold my hand. I can take everything, care of everything myself. I just wanted an idea of where I should book my stay just to be closer to you so you, it would be easier for you. But you know what? I'll figure it out myself and I'll do what I think is best. And I was like, I, I, I'm reading this and I'm like, what the fuck just happened? You know, and and he's he's at the point, CJ, where he doesn't know if he's coming or going. Like, if he he's he's afraid to say anything to her that is not in total agreement with what she says because he's afraid that she's going to blow up. And and again, you and I've had this conversation. I'd be the last person to tell somebody that they should leave their relationship unless you're you know the shit is getting kicked out of you on a daily basis. And in which case, I'm coming for you to either kill him or grab you or both. But whatever. But and and I'm I'm trying to impress upon him like you don't deserve to be treated this way. And he's like, well, maybe if I you know said it to her in a different way, you know, I think my tone was all wrong. And I think the way that I ex- and I'm listening to him badger and berate himself now. And he doesn't even recognize that he's being emotionally abused. And, and I keep saying to him, like, she's taking advantage of the fact that she knows, like, the way that you feel about her. He's also battling depression and, and a bunch of um, other mental health issues, you know, and, and, and that's a big factor, too. You have people who are more strong willed that will literally go out and find people who are broken and prey on them, get into relationships with these individuals, you know, under the guise of loving them only to take advantage of them. And my whole thing is, if you love somebody, why would you be that consistently mean to them on a day-to-day basis? The man simply said, oh, you know, because the last time when you were here, I took, he wasn't complaining about it. He was just simply reminding her and she just went off on a tangent about it. I I don't know. I, I just, it hurts me for him. Because no matter how much I say to him, you don't deserve this. And no matter how much he says to me, you know, yes, he needs to learn to put his foot down. Every day I get a message from him of some other conversation that's happened between them where he's trying to figure out how to fix it. And the last time I spoke with him, I said to him, you know what, this is not for you to fix. And you keep making yourself the person to blame. You haven't done anything wrong. You know, 
the difficulty with emotional abuse and the difficulty with mental abuse is getting the person who's being abused to recognize that they're abused. You know, I mean, at one point in life, they called it battered wife syndrome until they realized that there are men who are being mentally, emotionally and physically abused by their women. Now it's it's just battered spouse syndrome, you know. It's uh, CJ. I don't know. Like, there's no, there's no easy way around it, and there's no easy way out of it as long as the person who's being abused refuses, excuse me, to recognize that they're being ill-treated and that they're being taken advantage of, and that is not a real and true display of what love is. Love is not supposed to be painful. Arguments aside, disagreements aside, bucking heads aside, on a day-to-day basis, love, emotional love. It's not supposed to be painful like that. Well, see, and that's the thing is that I think a lot of times with emotional abuse also, especially coming from women, is they don't realize they're emotionally abusing anyone. They just feel like they're demanding what they need to feel loved. And I always have said, you're not really in love. Well, let me not say that. But you're not really loving the other person if you're focused more on what you need to feel love than what you're putting in to love that person that you're with. Mm-hmm. And so many Say people are so many people are afraid to put that into their per into the person that they're with because of either them being hurt before, them being fearful, being cheated on, or wherever else. And then they're wondering why their relationships stay stagnant for so long because you're focused mm-hmm. on the wrong things. It, you, and and I've said that before too. Like you can't expect a marriage to work if you're worried more so about what you can take than what you're giving out. Your your first and utter priority as far as in love should be loving the person you're with. If if and I'm not saying ignore if you're not feeling love. If you don't feel loved after a while, then maybe that that situation isn't for you. But you can't force someone to love you. You can't. Mm-hmm. All you can do is 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 love them if that's what's in you until you don't love them anymore. And if that's the case, if you are not feeling refilled, if that person isn't refilling you or replenishing what you're giving out, then step away from it. But you can't put all these conditions and men do this so much too of, oh, well, if if you love me, this is what you do. 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 Like, and, and, it, and it's just so sad how love is looked at nowadays. And that's why relationships don't last. That's why you see people when we are not always going rants about these stupid ass memes people tweet out. But that's why you why you see that everyone is so worried about what they can take from someone else or what someone else should be doing for them. The thing you're not you're you're not displaying that same love you want, because guess what? You're too worried about what you can get than you than giving anything. And you're not you're getting right. anywhere that way. You're absolutely right. Like I, I've asked him, um, it, take him out of the equation. I think that people have a real fear of being alone, um, especially if they've been in a relationship for, you know, three, four, five, ten years. And you and I know this well. When you have to make that choice to end your relationship with somebody, especially if there are children involved, and all the things that you have to weigh, and all the people that you have to consider and think about, and people's opinions and feelings and thoughts and la la la. At the end of the day, even when you have children, that can't be your focus because you're not going to be functioning in a healthy way to be any sort of support to them or any sort of true and effective guidance to them. You know, even if you have to make that choice to leave the relationship, you know, if that's the best decision for you, for you to be healthy, then that's what you need to do. You have people who stay in these emotionally and and mentally 
abusive situations where people treat you like shit on a regular basis for fear of being alone, for fear of how your friends are going to look at you or your family's going to look at you or for fear of what people are, are, are going to say. And, and I will tell you from personal experience and not that, you know, I, I, we went through a bit of a, a mentally, um, a mentally abusive period towards the end of, of our marriage. Um, and you know, my whole thing is like, I kept saying to myself, okay, like, just stay, just stay because the kids are small, just stay, you know, you can deal with it. And at some point in time, I had to say to myself, you know what, fuck it, you deserve better than this. And even if that means being alone, better to be by yourself and be happy than to be in a relationship with someone and be miserable. And a lot of people stay in relationships and stay miserable because of a fear of being alone. And you, you, you can't live that way. Like everybody, every person on the planet deserves happiness. Every person on the planet deserves love. There isn't a single person who doesn't, you know, if you're in a relationship with someone, if that person says that they love you, they're obligated to love you. If not, then they need to leave you the fuck alone. And the same with, with you. Like if you're in a relationship with someone and you've committed to loving that person, commit to loving that person in the most genuine, sincere, honest, and open way and selfless way that you possibly can. Because if you're not there to do that and you mean that person no good, and you want to be the entire focus of that relationship, Leave them the fuck alone and be by yourself. Boom. <laughs> Is that the dynamite again? <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's nothing, there's nothing left to say. Honestly, there's just nothing left to say. Um, yeah. So, I mean, that's it. That's it on that. I mean, anyone who's, and seriously, all jokes aside, anyone who feels like they're um, being just mentally worn down, and, and that's not even to mention physically, physically, absolutely, go and seek some type of help. And whether that's talking to a psychiatrist, whether that's trying to, Go to some kind of couples therapy so that you guys can fix that. Because like I said, it's not always malicious. It's not always meaning uh, meaningly that someone is is mentally abusing you in your relationship. They may just really not realize how much of a user they've become. Weigh that relationship and what are the possibilities of fixing it. And then go and try to seek counseling because maybe that's something that you guys can learn to mend together. I never want to say just go ahead and run from it because, like I said, as much as it's painted, everyone doesn't even mean to mentally abuse someone. It could just be their own trauma and PTSD that they're feeding into their relationship that they don't realize it. So definitely seek some type of help because otherwise it's definitely not going to get better. Yeah. All right. Well, we got yeah. one more email before we go ahead and sign off for tonight. And I know you're just probably dying to read this one, AJ. Go ahead. Ah, uh, so we have an email that came through Love, Lust, and Badass Soul um, about, you know, yeah, it's about Hayes. <laughs> Let's just call it. It is not. It. No, 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 no. We're not going on no. record with that. It's not about Hayes. Okay. No. So this email could be about Hayes, but it's not about Hayes because Hayes' name isn't actually mentioned. Is that is that better? <laughs> no, we're just we're just not gonna. It's not has nothing to do with Hayes at all. This is just an anonymous email. Uh, it is titled "Stunted Love." Hey, loves, I'm writing in today because um, I talked to an amazing guy. He's smart, funny, handsome, and is very very attentive to me. We've built a very strong bond over the last few months. There have been times where he almost instinctively knows something is wrong with me, even if I haven't talked to him all day. But here's where the problem is. Even though we've both admitted we have deep feelings for each other, he says he doesn't want us to move into a, rom into a romantic situation because I'm too good of a woman and he, would not, he wouldn't want to hurt me. I just can't understand what the fuck that means. I would think it's a situation where he's being an opportunist 
if it wasn't for the fact that he truly hasn't made any moves on me at all. He's the utmost respectful, and even when I've tried to be the aggressor, he's always made us keep it non-sexual. For a period of time, I thought maybe I wasn't good enough, but he's made it clear that that's not how he feels at all. He's even said that I'm almost his ideal woman. I definitely feel he's almost as close to perfect as possible. The other day we were talking and he was giving me advice on how to handle a family situation I was going through. And after we got off the phone, he drove three hours to meet me at home after work. And we just talked all night before he drove back home. I love this man! Exclamation mark. Am I a fool for falling for someone who doesn't want to date me? First question. Second question. Is this a situation where the guy is just afraid to commit? And thirdly, is being too good a woman something that pushes men away? Help me to understand. Thank you. Name withheld. This is a really good email. It is. It is. Where do you want to start? So do you think she's a fool for loving someone who doesn't want to date her? Um, It all depends on... Well, A, she's, she's basically said that she doesn't feel like... He's taking advantage of her. It seems like he's not trying to sleep with her. So I don't think you're a fool um, for loving anyone um, as long as that love is reciprocated. Now, and keep in mind, love isn't always reciprocated in the way that you may want it to be. Um, and so, no, I don't I don't think she's a fool for falling for someone. I mean, people fall for people all the time. It doesn't mean she's a fool. What do you think? No, I, I agree with you. I mean, saying calling yourself a fool for loving someone or having genuine emotion for someone is... Um, it's not it's not fitting. You know, if if you click and connect with a person on on an emotional level, then, you know, it is what it is. And and as you say, I mean, people love people in, in different ways. Um, it doesn't always mean that you end up with that person. And but at the same time, there's still nothing wrong with loving that person. Not every love situation um, between the opposite sex is meant to blossom into a romantic situation. Precisely. So, um, so obviously, I mean, that answers the question about whether or not the, the, the person is just ready, sorry, just afraid to commit. It also depends on where this individual, where the man is in his life. You know, I mean, obviously there are details of the circumstances that we're missing, but, you know, if it's a situation where he's just come out of a relationship or, um, you know, he's at a point in his life where he is working on himself to be a better man or he's just, you know, he wants to date and um, explore life a little bit more. If he's not ready for all any of those things, like if he's not ready to be with you because of any of those things, I actually think it's pretty noble of him to admit that because you have a lot of men and women. You have a lot of people who will just be dirtbags and and date people and fuck around with people's emotions, knowing that they have no intention of being with that person because they wanted to continue to date and fuck around. Now, for the person who wants to explore and do all that sort of stuff, it's not bad that you want to do those things, but don't lead people on. Be clear about what your your intentions are. If you know that you're not trying to settle down or make her into wifey or make her into girlfriend or make her into, you know, some significant part of your life and you just want to hit it, give her the respect and tell her that. She may tell you to go fuck yourself and she's not interested in that. Or she may say, okay, let's, let's do this until we're not doing it. You know? So I definitely, I definitely respect the fact that he's told her, um, you know, I'm, I'm just not, I'm just not there yet. Like you're a great woman, but I don't want to hurt you because I'm, I'm not in the same place that you're in. Exactly. And, and like you said, there's a lot of people who will make that, that person who wants to be in a relationship feel like it's them. They're the reason why why you're you're not ready to settle down as long as they're admitting to you where they're at and it's just them that they're not ready to date then there's nothing there should be no no harm no foul in that um so i mean if at any point anyone in any relationship you feel like 
it's becoming too taxing or too much on you. You just don't want to deal with it no more. I would say have that conversation, but stick to that if that's truly what you want. Um, like and the thing is, we get so caught up in what we want people to be that we sometimes lose sight over what the reality is. It is. And especially if they're being open and honest with you, then you have to respect that. Mm hmm. You're right. I love that you said that, that we sometimes get so caught up with what we want the person to be in our life that we forget what they actually are, where they actually are. That's yeah. You couldn't have said that more perfect. Seriously. And then her last question is, is being too good of a woman something that pushes men away? I would say I would say men who who aren't sure of themselves or are are unhappy in where they are in their own lives being a great woman sometimes can push them away i still think that's utter bullshit i would say don't worry about it as long as you're being a great person and you're doing right and you're doing the things that you feel are morally correct then don't worry about who pushes away it, it's it's crazy and it's also refreshing how it is once you are doing the right thing once you stick to what your own goals and what your own morals what your own set of standards are how people who either have ill will towards you, people who will hold you back, how they eventually kind of just fall off on their own. So I would say don't worry about it. If 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 you being too good of a person is pushing potential pursuers away or whatever, then they just weren't meant to be in your life at this period of time. So don't no sweat for you. Um, my, my whole thing is, you know, for her, I wouldn't want to think that she would downgrade whatever her standards are to try to fit someone's needs because she feels like that's the person for her. And a lot of times that, that happens, like you see it all the time where, you know, um, a, a person is like a particular type of way and then they meet this individual and they're smitten with them. They've fallen in love with them. The person's maybe not reciprocating in the same sort of way. So, you know, they, they kind of switch it up so that they're more um, appealing to the person and, and you end up losing part of your identity, you know, in, in a sad sort of way. Um, if being a good woman, if being a good person, being a good man or a good woman is pushing away somebody that you're interested in, one, that person is not for you and that's okay. Regardless of how you feel, you're entitled to your feelings, but you can't lock someone else into what you feel. It's either they feel the same way or they don't. It doesn't change your character and it doesn't change who you are. Um, you know, and I say to people all the time, I think I posted something like, you know, the person may be a great person, but they may not necessarily be a great person for you. Has nothing to do with them and doesn't change their character, doesn't change the, the caliber of, of their uh, of, the, of the person that they are. They're just not a good fit for you. You know, if you being a good woman is pushing somebody away, maybe that just you need to consider that that person is not meant to be your romantic other. Maybe that person is meant to be loved in, in the capacity of a really good friend. It could be timing. Um, again, you have to respect where people are in their lives. Like if the individual that you're pursuing is just not there yet, don't try to force it because you're going to end up hurting yourself. You're going to end up doing something maybe that you don't want to do to try to convince them. And they're still going to continue being them because they're not there yet. You know, stick to your guns. The person that is supposed to be for you, being a good woman and all or being a good man and all, that person will eventually come, you know, and then you will see, hopefully you'll have that epiphany and recognize that, you know, it, maybe it's a good thing things didn't work out the way that they did because I have a great friendship with that person and that's what we were meant to be. If all else fails, grab his dick. <laughs> 
how did I know you were gonna say something? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, like, really? I can never, like, I can never be serious you? for too long. I can never, like, I feel weird. Like, if I don't say something creepy, like my my body starts feeling like off kilter. Like it's too much, it's too much goodness building up in me. So I gotta say something off the wall. You're, you're, oh boy. You know, I would love if we just did one episode where we had like a serious topic and right through from start to finish. Could you just behave yourself, please? Please. Just one time. Beg it though. Just one time. All right. Well, if you don't want to grab his Dixie, this is what you do. So you wait until you're talking again, because it seems like you guys talk, talk a long time. And what you do is you just, you just put your pussy in his face. Just kind of like, just like. Like do like a like a like a dive into the pool, but the opposite way with like your legs spread and towards his head, and then let the chips fall where they may. One day your advice is gonna backfire. <laughs> I can't wait for that to happen. Trust me, because you're gonna be like AJ. I said this, and guess what happened? <laughs> he backed up and put his pussy in my face like she was diving in the opposite. Of- that's how I read Oh man! By the way, I gotta mention. Uh, well, are we are we are we done with the advice here? Before I go all the way into some side tangent, before we close out the show. Yes, uh, uh, stunted love. Thank you for your email. We appreciate uh, you writing into us and giving us an opportunity to um, provide some hopefully useful and meaningful advice and um, feedback to your email and to your questions. So, to get into this, just this last part, I gotta, I gotta. Um... <sighs> What? How am I going to say this? So there's there's a podcast. Her name is uh. We'll, we'll just say, her name is also Mrs. Jones. We'll leave it at that. Yeah. Um, she has the best pair of legs in podcasting history. How? 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 I don't understand. How oh do you my see God. her legs? She? Oh, because I, I'm I follow her on social media. Okay, so you've had the opportunity to see her legs on her social media. Absolutely, absolutely. This, 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 this. <laughs> What fuckery are you up to now? I'm not up to any fuckery. I just wanted to to use my public platform, which is downloaded <laughs> by thousands of people, to acknowledge this amazing pair of legs on this lady, on this woman. So I'm you sorry. know what's gonna happen now. You know what's gonna happen now. What's gonna happen? Right? Because every time you say something about people's foot, about their teeth, and I'm zooming up breath, on a picture of her feet right now. Yeah. Oh God, really? What's wrong with you? You're going to get leg pictures endless leg pictures in your dm and someone is gonna say oh you think her legs are great look at mine like you just fully outed something saying they've got the best legs in podcast history for the amount of woman will follow you and every time you say something about feet and them dm you watch what's gonna happen watch what's gonna happen you're gonna get legs coming out of your ass <laughs> <That's> <laughs> i'm just you know, saying i'm just saying uh-huh That's did all. you tell her she's got no, no. I mean, now I have. I'm sure she listens to the podcast, so she's heard. Bacchanal. <laughs> you, you honestly, I, I love your life right now because of, of where you are and the conversations that we have on air and off air. And, and you know, like the, the dating of 2018 and coming out of the bu- bubble of oblivion. You're just creating all kind of havoc for your life. And I'm here for all the shits. I just all tagged you it. in the photo, too, by the way. So check it out. Oh. Okay. But none, nonetheless, I mean, that's it. That's it. I mean, what 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 kind of young man would I be if I didn't use the platform that we created that is downloaded by thousands of people to not acknowledge a perfect pair of legs? 
thousands of women, you mean. You know what's going to happen when we do our first live show, which may end up being like more than one live, depending on how many cities we go to. Listen to me. We're getting security because I'm not to be a tramp about to be trampled by nobody trying to get their feet to you, trying to throw panties at you, trying to come through the door in short shorts and, and not even know what to show off their legs. I'm not here for none of that. We're, we have to get security, like straight goods. Because I, I know people are going to be interested in, you know, saying hi, AJ, da, 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 but listen to me. When I know the house is going to be packed with 99.9% Uman looking for you, listen to me, man. I'm not here to get, I'm not here to get assaulted by no listen, buddy. Listen here. I mean, nobody I wants my ass, first of all. Is that back with that again? And that's, and I already, look. I am getting that's the shirt I'm wearing for our first live show is nobody wants my ass because nobody does. It's all pump faking. It's all people just wanting to ride the wave. Nobody wants my ass. Yeah, absolutely. Because I want to. But the but the but the enchanted tongue is not being auctioned off, by the way. Are they going to get the devil dick? They're not going to get the devil dick. I have. We've talked about this. It's, I've now realized that these are weapons. I have to use them responsibly. They're weapons of mass destruction. So now that I realize that, it's it's like nuclear arms. You can't just bust it out. Like there's there's federal regulations. There's three levels of security you have to go through to get approved. You got to go through you. You got to go through Mama Hayes, and then you also have to go through Jesus. So it's you you have to you have to go through the appropriate channels before you can unleash the weapons of mass destruction. I can't deal. I just know. I and I'm still, what, what's the date today? Today's the twenty fourth, the twenty fifth, whatever the date is in April. I know without question there's going to be something crazy that happens at our first live that involves at least two women or, or more, guaranteed. Like not gonna happen. No, I'm t- I'm not asking you. I'm telling you, and I'm gonna even pinky swear bet with you. I don't know what we're betting, but you're gonna owe me something big. I don't know what it is, but I'm telling you, without fail, Listen, I know. I'm not even whether- bringing my dick to the live show. I'm gonna leave it at home. Here, listen to me. Between <laughs> your your head and face and your beard and the red, you, like, and you're you're a redhead. Come, listen to me. Are you serious right now? And you you have like a dazzling smile when you smile, and I know you'll flash it every now and again so they can see. And then when we're up to our fuckery, you laugh anyway, so they're gonna see the teeth. And you have good good teeth. Listen to me. Between bare feet. Panties being thrown on the stage, half naked women, someone <laughs> coming with put off your clothes or something. I told you already, I'm not trying to be trampled in that motherfucker. Just so you hear me, we better have security. We better have security. Lee's gonna be our security, so we'll, we'll be okay. Listen, Lee's gonna get tackled by a group of women. Lee's not gonna know what to do. <laughs> as as Lee, is, Lee will scope out the whole room. Lee is going to get trampled by a herd of his. Okay, Lee. Lee's gonna. Listen to me. Me and Lee are gonna run from the building. We're gonna stand to one side. And you know when you see like in a concert, they've got the person like lifted up and they're waving across the room. That's so <laughs> That's what's happening. They're gonna carry you out of the fucking room. Watch. <laughs> oh you. man. <sighs> Be afraid for our first live. Like it's as we progress, happen. it's not gonna happen. It's not gonna it's happen. Okay. All right. But I think AJ. you need to start bail from me in the event <laughs> that I have to fight with somebody straight <laughs> Oh man. Can we can you go ahead and tell the people where they can find us so we can go home? We are on Twitter at Love Lust and B A S. You can also find us on uh Stitcher 
Spreaker, iHeartRadio. Um, we have some older episodes on uh, Google Play. We are on Apple iTunes, and we are proudly part of the Urban Mogul Life family. You can fo- follow us on urbanmogullife.com. And we are also on the Real Midwest Radio Station. Our Instagram is LLBASpod. Uh, you can personally follow me on my Instagram at badass underscore Jones underscore. And if you're interested in sending us an email, um, whether it's feedback, questions, comments, you want to tell a story about either myself or CJ, you can email us at love, lust, and BAS at yahoo.com. You can also follow me at King Devil Dick 314. That's at King <laughs> Devil Dick. <laughs> Why do you have no fucking behavior? Really? Why? Why? It's at CEO Hayes. It's at CEO H A I Z to the motherfucking E. I will see you, lovely, lovely people, next week. Shout out to the Freak Squad. We love each and every one of you guys. Good night. Where you road and some boy still a place so bad and I don't want none Put me hand to the Bible, me swear to your honor Believe me, I got over God International galleys have woman and me yard in a bed So my sleep and run No, me no watch man pants, boy, call me no tail of it You watch your fire burn No, no I think I'll let them turn up the thing I think I'll let them turn up the thing So low, we can't go around the thing Them a try if you corrupt the thing Oh, no.